0: sister lisa coming to you from the ill on this october the 3rd 2022 beautiful fall day we are reading on page 47 now the power of a praying husband by story O'Martian. chapter two her spirit your wife is like an automobile she may be high maintenance like an Indi- oh, like an italian sports car she might be as refined and as expensive as a german i can't talk this morning she might be as refined and as expensive as a German luxury sedan. She may be solid and sturdy like an SUV or delicate like a Pebble Beach Concourse de Elegance show car. She could be an efficient six-cylinder type or be a faster but costlier V8 model. She may be dependable in all kinds of weather like a four-wheel drive or she may have no downhill traction control at all, even on a good day. <laughs> this is funny. Whatever she is, whether she is tiny like a compact car or full-size and beyond, she needs fuel to make her run smoothly. <laughs> this is hilarious. Your wife's spirit is the gas in her car. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Give me oil in my lamp, I pray. Give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning. Keep me burning to the break of day. Give me gas in my board, keep me working for the Lord. Give me gas in my Lord, I pray. Give me gas in my foot. Keep me working for the Lord. Keep me working till the break of day. Remember that song? Anyway, <laughs> your wife's spirit is the gas in her car. She may have the greatest C H A S S I S, and fine interior Fabulous sleek lines, an engine that purrs like a kitten, a wonderful back seat, a roomy trunk, a beautiful nose, and all the standard accessories. This is so hilarious. But if she doesn't have fuel, then she's not going to run. Her exterior will look good, but her power supply will be diminished, and not only will her Tank be full, but her battery needs to be charged, her oil kept clean, her brake fluid replenished, and yes, she must have a good supply of antifreeze for those cold nights. It's hilarious. Like <laughs> my husband would bring me stuff and uh, like mugs of coffee and stuff, and like from the flavored coffee from like McDonald's or Bessels or something like that. And um, bring me home independent newspaper because he knew I'd like one every week. And we call them love bucks. We'd heard a sermon at a church, my brother sister Holland years ago, and they was talking about things that you do for each other are love bucks. Love bucks, b-u-c-k-s, like money. And um, I remember that kind of stuff. If we had a little argument or some something, um, <laughs> he'd leave, and I think he uh, and then he'd come back with something. And just yeah, love bucks. It's nice, but it's not necessarily it, just uh, just words of affirmation. I think that's true. The that, um, the five languages of love think of something like that five seven languages something like that but anyway affirmation when when you just tell somebody you love them and, and that they're beautiful and then of course gifts you can bring little things too those things keep us going in fact even though my husband's been gone a year and a month and today would be a day a year yesterday made a whole month and today's starting on another month since he passed away, I still got cards and stuff he gave me over the years that I look at from time to time. There's still the posts that he put on Facebook that pops up in my memories, or I go searching for them from time to time about um, how I was beautiful on the inside and the outside, and how much he didn't know he could love someone so much, and um, you know, just little things like that, just beautiful little words that, that keep me going. Yeah, even though he's gone, they still surround me. And um, those two weeks before he died, he was so sick and he'd tell me I was beautiful and tell me I was doing a good job with my childcare, and just encouraging me, things like that. Those keep me going, they really do. So husbands, tell your wife those things. Mean them, mean them. Buy meaningful gifts. Uh, my husband, he bought me for uh, my 56th birthday. He bought me this thing I read to you guys from time to time. It's up on my wall. It says, Lisa, the day I met you, I have found the one who my soul loves you complete me and make me a better person i was a little late to be your first but i want all my last to be with you there is no pretending i love you and i will love you until i die and if there's life after that i'll love you then i love you forever and always love mark i don't think he knew at that time when he got me that that he was going to die within a couple years from getting me that but it means so much to me. I can read that all the time. And I know you really love me. And that love does go past the grave. It goes past the grave. Just like our prayers go past the grave. Our prayers go past eons of time. And God, God doesn't have the same time frame we have. Those prayers are before the throne that my husband prayed for me. And I talked about that before. So husbands, if you're listening, pray for your wives. Pray for your children. Pray for yourself and sincerity that god will help you to be the man you need to be wives pray for your husbands those prayers they make a difference they 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 are the glue they are the oil in our our ford lamps. still at the bottom of page 47 without the daily infilling of the holy spirit we all run on empty your wife may be running on empty right now and not even realize it some women don't ever take the time to check their gauges so they're completely surprised when they suddenly run out of fuel if a woman doesn't spend enough time every day with her lord in prayer worship and the word of god she will lose ground and the enemy of her soul will run her down your wife may be too solid in the word of god to doubt her salvation or his promise of eternal life or his grace and goodness that Satan may be able to give her to doubt her own or there may be times When she questions whether all things really do work together for good, she may doubt that God created her with valuable gifts and a calling of her own. I knew I skipped a line somewhere. When she experiences these kinds of attacks, and all women do at one time or another, it will deplete her. Many women can get eroded physically, emotionally, and mentally by unrelenting attacks of the enemy and not even be aware that it's happening and the effects of it will carry over into your marriage. Your wife's relationship with God will affect her relationship with you more than anything else. Because you are the head of the home and have been given authority over all the power of the enemy, Luke 10 and 19, you can inform him that he cannot lie to your wife or twist the truth of God in her mind. You can pray that your wife will be so solid in the truth that she can immediately identify a lie of the enemy, cast it aside, and listen only to the voice of God. In my survey of women, the number one area in which women most want their husbands to pray for them is their spiritual walk. Your wife wants to be a strong woman of God. She desires a relationship with God that is solid and faith that is unshakable. And because women feel pulled in so many directions, they need prayer for patience, love, peace, and all the other fruits of the Spirit to be manifest in their lives. Your wife also wants to know God's will and be certain she's in the center of it. Having clarity about what God is calling her to do and then doing it gives her peace. For example, if God is calling her at this time in her life to stay home and take care of the children, she needs to hear from God about it so she will be satisfied to do that. Your prayers will help her hear from God and be content no matter what state she is in. Another good reason to pray for your wife's spiritual walk is that it's far better if both of you are putting your expectations in God. That keeps you from putting all your expectations on each other and becoming disappointed when they're not met. When your wife's tank is empty, her sound system will still work, (laughs) and she may appear to be in good shape, but her wheels won't turn because she can't accelerate, let alone get up to full speed. Her steering will go out so she can't navigate, her brakes won't function so she can't stop when she needs to. She must be filled afresh with the Holy Ghost each day. She must be charged with power of God when her tank is full. She'll have automatic climate control. She'll be able to go the distance and the ride will be smooth. Does your wife have enough of what she needs for the distance she has to go today? Has she filled up with the finest? Ask God about this, and he will show you. Sounds like, on oh, that's page 49. Sounds like we need to pray together. Pray together. A family that prays together stays together. Get fueled up. Read the word of God together, too, because, you know, There's so much in the Bible, and sometimes it seems like the Bible contradicts itself. It really doesn't. But like if you take a verse out of context, if you take a verse from here, because that's what you want to hear, and and your spouse takes a word from another place because of something she wants to hear, it may not line up. You have to be lined up. You have to be on the same page. I didn't even know I was going to say that. You have to be on the same page with one another. Read. Study. Study. Devote. Devote your time. Have a goal. From time to time, sp- uh, talk about your goals. Maybe your one year plan, your five year plan, your ten year plan. And yeah, you don't know. Um, one of you could be taken from the other. You don't know that. But if you kind of know what the goals were and plans were, you kind of have something that even if when you're gone, you can. You can still, the other can still kind of work towards those things. And I know um, that's what kind of helps me, with my husband and, and me, um, we had some, he had some tentative goals, tentative plans, and, um, he left behind a lot of sermons, he left behind a lot of, a lot of journals and stuff that he would written in, and I'm planning to get, put them together and make a book, because uh, we were talking about starting the Bridge Publishing House, or the Bridge Publishing Company, we didn't really have the whole name for it, um, but the Bridge is, um, what the shed that I bought him. It looks like a barn. It's a, it's a lofted barn, but it looks like a bridge because it's got doors at both ends. And um, even though we may not use it to publish the books from, um, still, it's what that was the inspiration for the name. Um, but we had talked about that right before he died um, we talked about that because he had so much problems with his knees I was like honey you've got to give up that trash route. you can't keep on walking like that you can't keep on pushing yourself and um we had talked about it <laughs> so anyway pray and talk about things together um and life life um it happens life happens you can't plan it all out. You cannot have a mapped out thing directly. I listened to um, uh, one of my podcasts I listened to. This woman is really big on vision boards. And I've made a few. I've made a few myself, but I'm not like caught so caught up in it. Because I know that things don't always happen like we see. What you do is you, you kind of have set little goals. You try to better the things in your life that you can. And then, you know, there's some things you can change. And there's some things you can't change. But pray. Pray. Pray until something happens. That's push. P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. Because God, he cares about us. He cares about our lives. We are like little flowers in the garden. And when he unfolds the rose, he always gets it right. So God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Let's keep pointing others to the cross. Jesus is coming soon. Bye-bye.